listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. What up, what up, what up? Black Girl Couch Reviews presents The Ratchet Confessions, a podcast discussing gossip and news through an unfiltered opinion that happens to be mine. In the words of Stain, it's been a while since I've been recorded some ratchet confessions. Okay, I made it work as best as I could. However, I didn't want to constantly talk about the same shit every week. And it would have been literally an hour and a half of me completely losing my mind over the fact that an orange jiggly jello was making the decisions for my life and I was not supposed to be looking at it as if it wasn't an orange googly piece of jello and I also had to research topic for this particular podcast so I was kind of like you know maybe early retirement seems good for the present moment however I did decide I was going to pop back because it is a new year coming up I have aged a whole year I'm now 37 years old and as much as people keep telling me you are not a fossil the way my body is feeling right now I'm going to dispute that argument but I could also get out there and do a lot more running not walking (laughs) very leisurely I like to walk y'all I don't have anything against people who run. I admire the hell out of you. But let me tell you, when you are a fucking G cup, running is basically playing Russian roulette with some serious repercussions because these motherfuckers come with risks. Concussion is a risk that I have to take every time I decide I should accelerate my pace. So y'all need to stop judging me and understand that walking leisurely for a certain amount of miles will also accomplish the same goals. I do need to stretch more because your girl needs to get her groove back and if I'm supposed to be flipping like an acrobat, I need to be prepared. (laughs) We'll talk about that more once we get into a few topics we are going to explore the circle jerk which is american and world politics but mostly we're going to focus on american and then we're going to hit the entertainment section and we're literally just going to see what the hell is going on out there because i haven't really dipped in the celebrity gossip for the most part just too many dang on things going on for me to compartmentalize other people's whole entire drama situations i got enough of my own happening outside the window then we will probably get into some personal topics which will literally be whatever that pops into my mind and that i decide to diarrhea the mouth on for (laughs) 10 to 15 minutes before we will jump into some feedback from your unofficial co-hosts let's just call them what they are shy and mimi with their own ratchet confessions and then maybe just maybe i'll close out with some words of wisdom do not be holding your breath so let's get into it 
now of course we're gonna open with the fact that joe biden has become the projected 47th president elect democracy was had america has elected 45 white men one black man and a whole ass clown but evil has been defeated but not only is that reason to celebrate kamala harris becomes not only the first female vice president but she's indian and of african descent aka she's a sis she's also married to a white man so she swirled with us too she's like the trifecta <laughs> that phantom blob that continues to waste oxygen is reacting exactly as everyone expected him to This man has filed 12 lawsuits in decisive states since election day. Never mind, he cleared out any thoughts of a much needed stimulus funding from the Senate floor in favor of judge stacking a week prior. He accuses Democrats of counting illegal votes, whatever that means, and stealing the election. This is the same motherfucker who saw himself up for two hours and called a press conference to announce himself the winner congratulations you played yourself he got the states that he was always gonna win and thought it was a wrap at last the roof goes on and nothing can go wrong oh no it all went wrong but then again when has facts meant anything to him or his cult followers like the narcissistic psychopath he continues to reveal himself evermore the lying self-centered tyrant ranting like a buffoon shitting on the democracy that ridiculously got him elected in the first place never mind he was never qualified to succeed though success really isn't an achievable aim for the doddering cesspit his businesses have filed bankruptcy six times six his own financial exploits resemble that chumbawamba song I know it was CNN that was the first to pull away from the man at the podium. I refuse to call him what he thinks of himself and say that we cannot allow misinformation to spread in such dangerous times. Anderson Cooper did call him a obese turtle and then later regretted the words as he is not trying to be that type of person. You know the fuck who is? My name is what? My name is what? 
have went with life-size Chucky doll that was overly tan, but that's just me. Seriously, y'all? Y'all expecting a man who can't make his business payments on time to run this country? If I don't pay my Cox bill, which I didn't, and allowed a $200 charge to get on my credit report, I cannot get a fucking house because it's dropped at 30 points. But this man gets to run the whole damn country. He get the entire U.S. Treasury like it was Monopoly money. What's worse, America is not just a country, but a business itself. And you put an 11-time failure at the helm. Who joined and left political parties like they were his wives. This is what racist white America found doable. Because I can't believe that Negro got in the office and that feminist bitch stepped up right behind him. Don't she know her place? And the sexual orientation alphabet has increased along with gay rights. It's time to make America great again. Fuck you. Fuck you. These are the same people that think civil rights was a favor they did to black and brown people in this country. For those that simply wanted to prank the American democracy though for shits and giggles because I don't know, it's the worst that can happen. I just don't know what went wrong. His one time epic presidential failure was written on a fortune cookie stuck to the American flag from the minute he took residence in the White House. Now let's transition over to an equally despicable species, Trump white women. White women that are Trump supporters have been showing their ass all over social media. And it is so filthy to see them take their guns out and then cry the minute an officer shows up. I'm so glad they making laws in your name. Karens, that's what you are. Legit, you're the worst. It's like y'all got 12th century Stockholm Syndrome or something. I, I can't see myself enabling the person that decides to molest me. I just can't see that. But that's kind of how I feel about these white women. I don't care if it's rude and disrespectful. It says it outside on the poster, Ratchet Confessions. I'm here to talk about the fact that I don't understand you and you have a vagina between your legs like me. But then I start to think a little bit further and I realize that most of y'all hate us because you ain't us. And for those women, their greatest fear is the thought of a white man looking across the rainbow and enjoying some Skittle bits. It's been an insecure imprint since slavery when masses enjoyed the embrace of his slave women more than his wife's bed in New Orleans when mulatto women were the mistresses that the white men enjoyed instead of the proper presentation to the world it's during colonialism when black women use white men's desire to secure property and prestige and success through their children they're more stubbornly racist i'm beginning to theorize because they have a deep 
seated insecurity complex when it comes to the men they worship and support that dated back centuries ago and they probably even more bitter because if they tried to jump their ass across the rainbow you best believe that shit was not okay you had to cry rape so that your ass wasn't tossed in the trash with the negro you just slept with don't you have his baby because you best believe that baby is going to be an orphan very soon you don't like the visceral dialogue imagine me seeing a whole ass black person being thrown to the ground because karen over there feel like her life is in danger because they asked you to put on a fucking mask since officers are trained to protect white women at all costs they react with violence and don't even think to get the facts straight i'm even beginning to think the words once you go black you never go back and once you go black you're gonna need a wheelchair is actually a metaphor for fear (laughs) a fear to stay away from the melanin because you know it's popping it's popping it's popping girl stop it Uh -uh. i'll be loving it i'll be i'll be loving it fear that is what drives so many people is fear i don't know why it is so hard for people to be afraid of the fact that oh my god black people might be more important than me when that has been our life for like fucking millennia (laughs) and all of a sudden if the if the wheels are turned there's there's a problem with that man there's there's just a problem with that i will say in conclusion to me dragon white women trump white women queens keep on shining because our ascent is here we came through didn't we y'all we came through okay more than others definitely but we definitely put the back of the democratic party on our backs and we humped our ass across that damn finish line is why i have it tattooed on my arm the black queen because i stand in it i shine in it and i own it black girl magic unapologetic black queens we are being recognized stacy abrams deserves the nobel peace prize for the work she's done in georgia she wasn't the only one stepping forward and repping her block but i must say all black queens deserve the nobel peace prize of the century for holding it down for the black community for said centuries there is a reason they refer to us as the rider diders we've been flipping titties in baby's mouth and carrying ailments in the same breath since the apes fell down from the trees we were the one that retained the knowledge to pass on to the next generation because we outlived y'all motherfuckers and when the black man falls to the pavement it is us that offers him support lifting him no matter how damn hard sometimes he makes it it's because we understand sacrifice and perseverance our passion is endless and in 2020 we glowed have the weak evil longoria i gotta get it to my brown sisters and brothers and white allies 
You are not forgotten or ignored. You too deserve to be applauded. But let us have the damn end of the week. Can we please? Can we can we have more? <laughs> just a little bit? Just a tad bit? Tad bit. Just saying. You know? We we get we get it. We was in the trenches together. We bled, we sweat, we cried. We spent more anxiety nights fretting on Twitter, telling each other to just breathe. We gonna get through it. I mean, I became friends, or at least social media followers of people that I might not even have thought to follow before because they be going so fucking hard. Jason Isaacs? Chris Evans? Who is my other boot? Dan Rather? I love Dan Rather. Dan Rather. I'm like, oh my gosh, he is bae. He is bae. Because his tweets be just dragging. I love him so much. Y'all have kept me together this year. So don't ever think just because we shining and, and throwing around the black flag that you are excluded. No. Some of y'all going to get invites to the barbecue. And some of you are not. Let's move on and end this bit of american politics by speaking of the coon berries ice cube 50 cent kanye west you are alienated from the colors black african noir and other affiliations hand in your black card at the door goodbye they said another gave you niggas money before i close it out there was a breaking news story Today, Grump, the turd-faced kid, fired Mike Epser because... Nobody puts baby in a corner. Granted, four days ago, any grumblings between the Republican Party was fake news. Y'all know that Grump, the turd-faced kid, only fired him because he was planning to resign after helping Congress draft legislation to ban Confederate leaders from military bases. So, you know... We can't have any dismantlement of his next business venture before he gets his ass on it and ruin that too. <laughs> Speaking of turnover, the sheer unholy numbers of people fired or forcibly resigned posing any threat to Trump has like not at all stopped any investigations into his criminal activities, suspicious debts to foreign countries, or a glaring impeachment one can say having the title of president was the only thing stopping him from being prosecuted sooner he embarked the let's expand presidential power in an effort to resubmit white supremacy agenda are spending these last months likely finding every legislation possible to cya his very very prolific misuse and abuse of power but all is not lost for any of us who are very happily waiting for the day that this person goes to jail i would not count out new york while the white house may not be equipped to prosecute a wily cocky son of a bitch new york makes a vendetta stick And that will conclude the circle jerk.
take a deep dive let me go on my hazmat gear into the bowels of the dumpster findings on tmz.com what's interesting well first and foremost can we go ahead and pour a 40 out and say goodbye to one alex trebek I think I'm beginning to relate a lot more with Stewie Griffin because the frequency in which they were talking about replacing him as host I was like I don't like change I just don't like it or want to contemplate it I'm still not fully processing that Chadwick Balsman is gone and that I will probably never see another Black Panther again I don't even want to imagine a world in which anyone takes that role. So I don't want to start getting all sad because that is one very, very tender topic for me. So let's go back into uh, the dumpster and see what else we got going on. Um, Let's see what's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even try to pretend I looked at this earlier because i i did not oh orlando bloom is out with his new puppy so cute i mean wow that's orlando bloom i understand the face mask was on but what the fuck happened he seemed like a whole different person or maybe it's just whatever oh my god so you mean to tell me that little wayne endorsed trump as well the same little wayne that was selling food stamps you're ugly you're disgusting oh here's something i heard that was interesting johnny depp loses wife beating lawsuit ruling could derail his career and he is out of pirates of the caribbean i'm not i wasn't even aware they were no it's fantastic beasts I couldn't even I haven't followed Johnny Depp's career in a very long time since I realized that he likes living in solos on islands and not bathing these are two things that make me uncomfortable so I am not going to act like I know anything about him and Amber Heard's personal life I don't but hey y'all court system is what you put in faith in and it's not like y'all had shitty attorneys so Oh, Khloe Kardashian is desperately seeking her own Kanye West and is failing miserably. If you had a business that you were passionate about, then you would know what it takes to run a business, but you don't. So don't even act like you know what I'm talking about. What's this? Virgin Hyperloop first test with human passengers gets up to 100 miles per hour. Nope. Oh, look, it's been like one day and there's already a VH1 special. Things you may not have known about Alex Trebek. Y'all trash. <laughs> Such trash. Little Nas X teams up with Michael J. Fox in video for a holiday. Okay, 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 okay. 
and finally because i cannot allow my brain cells to evaporate any further hillary burton joins husband jeffrey dean morgan on the walking dead because any way she's getting a part is through him before we do close out the entertainment portion i just need to ask where the fuck was beyonce during this entire presidential election why were we not walking formation down 8th avenue where was the bees squad where was y'all at she dropped the fucking african video where was she at where the hell was oprah i would like to know where were you ma'am we could not find you you were here and now you were gone tyler perry jay-z the people that have been marketing and making their profit off of the black image i just really find it disappointing that they were nowhere to be found when it came to speak up so john bioga i see you carrie washington i see you halle berry i see you viola davis i see you paul rudd for showing up and giving cookies he didn't say what you needed to vote for he said vote i see you chris evans was telling people to vote like he was a goddamn diplomat i see you the entire avengers cast i see you everyone who was trying to make a difference and didn't stay in a corner i see you at risk to your own self i applaud you to all of y'all in the nosebleed section who kept their damn mouth shut i will remember you as well let's shoot the shit for a little bit what's coming up for me y'all already know if you are <laughs> friends with me online that i'm 37 my daughter is 11 i'm at the halfway mark actually i'm a little bit past the halfway mark I had to go back and recalculate because math is not my strongest subject but i have been officially single for five years i have been technically a virgin twice over for two years because girl has been in a drought now i had a vacation plan last week where stella was gonna get her groove back it's not that i lost it no no not that it's more like i like my own damn company i like (laughs) doing my own damn thing and i give my energy to so many people a day and then the second half i give all of my energy to my daughter which is why she cannot sleep in my bed at night no matter how much i really don't mind if she sleeps there because i need this moment for me if i don't i will not have 
anything that is my own utopia so i just like doing my podcast talking to my friends online reading some books my downtime is for me and i just really haven't met anyone that's gonna enrich that life at all and now my heart's in a goddamn chastity belt because it's tender and it definitely comes with a (laughs) definitely comes with a handle with care on it the fact that i wear half of it on my damn sleeve is a whole other issue but i've definitely grown as a person and i enjoy the person that i've become and that's something i can be proud of for this year i've been an introvert since forever it's my natural disposition but as the years are unraveling i am expanding a little bit into this extroverted side and i want to start that off in a bang by simply going to a nudist resort not for kinky nasty sex not to say i'm against it i'm not swinging that's not no Mm -mm, i'm strictly dickly i i do not care what you do over there but over here i'm strictly diggly however i'm i'm not gonna be invested in some orgy fests if that's what you think no i'm mainly going there to simply i don't know have some zen with my body on an ocean feel the sand beneath my feet all the shit if you ask me five or more like 10 years ago i'd be like me and saying we're not friends me being out in some hot ass weather the animals and the bees being around me i'm just i was not an outdoor person is what i'm trying to say me and the outdoors were not best friends and yet i feel as i get i'm getting older i have this passion to be in touch with nature or it's simply to just soak up the fact that we're not promised tomorrow and it's depressing to think about that's why i'm medicated but it is something that we should all take advantage of more and more and more and don't allow ourselves to be stuck in our boxes and that's what i found myself not completely stuck in but in some of my viewpoints like i know i always say it's a judgment-free zone because really it is but it is hard when you're talking to a lot of people or you interact with a lot of people that are stunted uh, in their idealisms or have some of the same hive mind like mentalities so to me when people talk about the devil of social media it's actually been a blessing because i now get to interact with so many different people with differing views and opinions and i can just connect and now it's not always peachy no it's not have you ever been in a fan ship war it's like cutthroat for the masses you don't put your foot in there if you don't mean it to get chopped off but it can also be this wonderfully expansive thing that really connects you and brings you out of your shell a little bit more than even you would think 
and this whole idea of eat pray love that i've been saying since last year i don't know about the praying part because i'm more spiritual than religious but hell i could try to do some damn yoga on this beach y'all it's in jamaica it's hedonism and it's gonna be a hell of a week for me that is what i am most looking forward to after this damn man gets out of this damn place in which he never should have crossed the threshold of that's what i am thinking for next year and that i really need to work on writing my book i got the first (laughs) prologue done and it took all of about eight months the prologue and so that's another opportunity to simply strip down to my barest literally and figuratively and get this damn book worked out in my brain and simply look at the sunset those types of experiences that i'm gonna be want to remember when i'm 70 or 80 years old hooked up to a hookah pipe because y'all know i'm telling y'all right now when i turn like 80 y'all might as well just call me a damn hippie because i'm gonna be out like go ahead and hook me up to the strongest shit you got doctor y'all know them old people that be smoking weed in the homes that's gonna be me <laughs> i'll probably lose my damn i'll be out there <laughs> in the protest like what we doing today i don't even know what day it is don't matter i'ma be there but what else are we gonna shoot the shit about um kids why do we have them they're so wonderful they are <laughs> but let me tell you something like between us they get on your fucking nerves sometimes (laughs) and my daughter has come into her blossoming womanhood and let me tell you we don't have many issues i will say i am blessed highly blessed with my daughter but i myself was a good ass child i was a square to the absolute <laughs> what 90 degree angle 180 angle that each side was yeah i probably fucked that up i think it is 90 degree. math was never my strong suit i think i said this but i was for the most part a very ideal model child as far as you didn't have to tell me to do my schoolwork. You didn't have to tell me to go to school. <laughs> it's not like I skipped out until it was 12th grade and I was 18 by that point. And I was like, I'm just signing all of my own excuses. She don't need to know. Things like that. I would always coat the, um, coat's not the right word, skirt the sidelines of bad behavior. But mostly if I skipped school, I went to the library mimi's already dragged me for that yes i would skip school to go to the public library because the best idea in the world to me was getting all of these books and sitting there with my stacks and eating them all day that that was i remember oh my god this is gonna just give my nerd away but i used to even days where i didn't have nowhere to go and i didn't want to be home i would just go to barnes and noble and pick up a book and there would always be like a starbucks right there it was in like a plaza and i would sit there and read a whole book (laughs) because like i wasn't about to buy that like what are we gonna buy that for you buy books like the books i did buy do you know they are sitting up in the attic all type of water i said mama would you just go ahead and put them books in the trash because you know 
you never even bought me a bookcase that's why i never bought books. <laughs> when i tell you i was the only person in my household that was a reader i was the only person in my household that was a reader like no one is i always think it's it's a funny thing that i'm so thoroughly nerdy on science fiction or uh history particularly and learning other things and yet you go to my other siblings and my parents and they're like um so what happened with nixon (laughs) and you'd be like oh my god (laughs) let me tell you though because i definitely like talking about it so yes um i definitely was an apple that fell very far from the tree and i'm happy that i'm an apple that fell far from the tree but also yeah i would do things like that or skip school and go to the movies to see terrible five dollar shows like freddy versus jason i remember that me and my cousin used to skip school a lot and go to the movies r.i.p rob i feel blessed this year that while i did lose a few members to covid um they were you know i wouldn't say already in bad health so that makes it better however they were you know it wasn't as unexpected as someone who maybe had no signs of ill health um so there was that i think losing my angela this year was the closest that was hard because you know i felt worse for my mother and my sister who have not only lost their brother they've lost two siblings and um her mom has lost two children so that's really horrible for their situation unfortunately i wasn't as close to my aunt um but yeah that was that was pretty much the strongest loss this year uh but i know a lot of people suffered more but that's something that we can empathize with together not being able to say goodbye to one's loved one not being able to bury them properly or have the proper funeral COVID really has for better or worse better and worse i should say irrevocably changed the way in which we consider public health the way in which we consider how we respect each other it's not (laughs) as uh our fellow man is not as empathetic or some of them i should say uh as they should be in times of crisis like this and unfortunately for that many people have died and many many people more have suffered and it's not fun it's not a fun experience i've never had mimi uh send me a text because she's a nurse and say you know it wasn't really that bad today it's always bad it's always bad so i think that is enough of my soapboxes i don't have too much more to add and i do have feedback and another podcast to record so i'm going to toss it over to shy and mimi Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I hope all is well with you. I'm here to give my two cents in your Ratchet Confession podcast. And yeah, so but before 
I get started, I wanted to do something first. It's my birthday, I must spend my money. It's my birthday, it's my birthday, I must spend my money. It's my birthday, it's my birthday, I'ma live my fantasy. It's my birthday, it's my birthday, I'ma live my fantasy. I'ma turn up, we can turn up. <laughs> there you go. Um, once again, happy birthday. <laughs> I don't know what your plans are today, aside from podcast, probably chill, because it sounded like yesterday was a rough one, but it's your birthday weekend, today's your actual birthday, so um, I don't know if you're going to be spending any money, uh, whatever the case may be, maybe you'll go on Amazon, treat yourself to something, but yes, happy birthday. All right, as for the point of this podcast um yes I would just like to say for me I will come from a different lens probably than you or Mimi to to a certain extent obviously I know we're all happy about the results of the election I was a little bit disappointed but not surprised how close it was um and I'll explain that in a second but overall, very excited um, for the future and all of that. The reason why I wasn't surprised is because um, in talking to a friend of mine, I have a white, good white female friend, um, good friend of mine, she's a, <clears throat> she's more, leans more on the conservative side, although she didn't vote for Trump in 16. Um, she was undecided this time around. Um, and, uh, well, she voted third party. So now all intents and purposes, she, you know, didn't vote, uh, cause her vote really didn't make, make a difference. Um, and this time around she was undecided, you know, we had a conversation and I mean, she would bring up talking points in regard, you know, in regards to what her indecisiveness came from. And so my thing was, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the question is, you know, we could sit here and squabble over talking points, you know, who, you know, abortion and health care and whatever the case may be. Um, and there's always going to, there's never going to be 100% agreement on anything. Um, that's just how it is. But at the end of the day, and this is what I told her, this man is the face of our country. He's the face of our country domestically and internationally. And the face, and do, and the question, to me, the bigger question becomes, do we want the face of our country to represent such a divisive thing such as the racism the misogynistic views that he has the fact that he doesn't represent that he's not advocating for people like me that he's not really you know trying to help people that look like me 
or the disenfranchised or the other minority groups. Matter of fact, he's, you know, he goes out of his way to paint us in a negative light, you know, versus people that look like him, people that, or, or his base. And so that's where we part ways because yeah you can afford to think the way you think because you're a white woman but I can't afford to vote for this man because everything about him is against me and so and to me I have a problem with that and so and as my friend I will hope that you would have a problem with that because these little talking points yes they're important and there's things that we need to discuss and push back on is not to say I agree with every single thing that Biden is talking about but at the same time what what look at the state of our country and why are we in this state so that's where you know where the the indecisiveness would never be indecisive for me um but again like I told her you can afford to be indecisive because you're white and you have white privilege and so with that because you can sit here and have that debate but I do recognize there are black people that have voted for Trump so I can't sit here and completely judge um, her on what she's doing uh, when my fellow brother and sisters are out here acting a fool um, and advocating and supporting this dude um, so yeah that's where I stand on that but as a vet, I will say that, you know, I've served my country proudly um, under many presidents, um, the latest being Obama, which I was extra proud to serve under uh, for obvious reasons. And I will say that for me, Trump stripped that from me. Uh, and that is part of my frustration. I know I really haven't talked to you guys about this Um but that's where my another part of my you know not only the black woman um point of view but then i'm looking at it from a veteran point of view and the fact that i serve my country for us to have the rights that we have and for us to continue to have the rights that we have and the fact that he continues to put propaganda out there that violates the very thing that i hold dear that I've held there to the point where I'm contemplating not even wanting to be a part of this country, that's a problem for me. That's a huge problem for me for from a vet's perspective. The fact that I can't be proud of the country I'm that I've served and the fact that, you know, on the international scale, I feel like we're weakened. Those are huge things that, you know, resonates with me as well, aside from, you know, so me being a black woman we me being a veteran all those things and then just to see his um whenever no one falls in line with what he wants or you know says or wants to do they become the enemy i mean it was just it was it just became overwhelming for me in regards to you know just again as a military personnel as a veteran the president is seen as our commander-in-chief and so to not be able to respect that position not to be able to respect the person in that position was very frustrating for me but I did not respect him I did not help I you know as y'all know y'all know how I felt about this dude
So yes, I mean, I didn't go out in the streets and celebrate like so many I saw on TV, but I, you know, I tweeted out, I text out, I was happy and I'm very happy. And I know it's a long road that, you know, and it's not going to be easy to turn things around. I will say for me, Trump's legacy and his presidency, it has been, he has put a spotlight a huge spotlight on something that has been in the underbelly of our nation and that people haven't been willing to uh, acknowledge and people are more willing to acknowledge so for that I'm grateful because I feel like we can't only we can't change what we don't acknowledge yes uh, Dr. Phil I love him well we can't but it's true we can't change what we don't acknowledge we're not going to acknowledge that there's systemic racism if we're not going to acknowledge those you know in, the inequality the disenfranchise of um the my of the minority groups in this country then we're never going to make progress and so if anything i will say that's the only plus to him being here and being there is he he shed a light on a problem that people didn't want to admit existed and so now that more people understand and not all but most a lot of people understand that systemic racism is a thing we can finally tackle that and move in a better direction so but no what I want him to be in office for the four years he's in office just for us to get to that point no I, I would rather not because I also felt like he's empowered his base to be the way they've been which is racist um misogynistic and the whole nine so no i would rather not have had that but if we had to have it i'm you know i'm glad this has come to the forefront so we can finally you know make some progress in that direction and i will end on this because i'm over my 10 minutes is that I don't think that I mean and as much as I'm happy and excited that um, Biden has won and I look forward and I even talk about you know my you know how teary-eyed I got and I did tweet it out about um, Vice President-elect Harris um, you know just that representation just to see her out there I you know there was a very proud moment for me and again I was teary-eyed and um and it's just profound what it's just hard i mean it's like you talk about representation and we try to get others to understand who never had to think about representation white people and you just it's just hard to explain just how important that is and it's just yeah so yeah i was very i couldn't you know end without saying that but i will say this Trump, even though Trump is leaving office, unfortunately, I feel like his influence will continue on, will carry on. But I'm hoping, this is the optimistic person in me, that that influence will lessen, lessen, lessen um, as time goes on. But he, we have to acknowledge that this dude was the president of the United States. With with that comes, you know, a certain amount of um notoriety notice you know attention so to speak i guess that's the better word and and so so he's always going to have someone's ear he's always going to have a medium somewhere 
to sprout his nonsense and so and I feel like with him having been the president of the United States that nonsense is not going to go away um, it may lessen to a certain degree but it's still gonna fester um, while he's still on this earth so I will say that part of his legacy as well and you know we still got Republicans that are you know weak spineless dudes that are not willing to cross him still I mean you look at it they're not even congratulating Joe Biden um, because they're still afraid of this dude so I feel like there's gonna be lingering and lasting effects to him being the president um, that will carry on um, even after and then the fact that you know him, you know they treating him like a five-year-old now with you know this concession speech that most presidents have given like I guess all presidents and then him you know being a whiny baby about it and them defending that it's like you can't say you know I understand that the votes say that you were president-elect whatever whatever um, but I will I would rather you know see what the courts say something but just to outright not acknowledge is does that temper tantrum mentality that we've always seen and them enabling and catering to that is just very frustrating so on that note I could say more um, but I, I mean that's the main thing I want to get across um, but Again, happy birthday. I hope you're enjoying your birthday. And until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic. Queen of the Couch, Shy. I want to applaud Shy for that very well thought out response to Ratchet Confessions because it sure as shit wasn't Ratchet at all. <laughs> However, I will say it was well put, well said. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Yes, I know this was supposed to be out yesterday. Y'all know whose fault that is. Yep, I'm drag. I'm, I'm publicly drag uh, tossing Mimi in the road to get run over by the bus. Cause <laughs> she tried to say you didn't say that. I sent her exhibit A, B, and C screenshots and she said what did she say oh you must have manipulated that i said ma'am i don't have that type of skill set so no <laughs> she really did she said i photoshopped it <laughs> she's so petty <laughs> but i could not do this without her i had to have both my ladies so yeah but thank you for the birthday wishes and the birthday song i was like oh what this song is i was like i like this uh, uh, uh. then you said i did some amazon shopping i was like bitch you know me so well because <laughs> that's exactly what i did i treated myself to some amazon you know i live there between that and you know what i have gotten so many walmart deliveries during <laughs> training these folks this week or in the last few weeks that for my birthday, the trainer gave me a $10 gift card for Walmart. She said, continue to use this and I'm going to buy some stock in the Walmart. I'm like, I hate you. 
so very well explained shy uh talking about you know the talking points don't matter that this election was never about the talking points the same consistent talking points that we never ever ever cannot continue to discuss we have not even moved on every time we take two steps forward we put an Amy barrett in the supreme court office to take 40 more steps back that's what trump was trying to do with his second term in presidency and luckily luckily the american people stop that shit in its tracks but no he's not done with his shenanigans as you put at the end we saw him building a, a even bigger friends around the white house because yeah <laughs> you really what you gonna sit there like does he even think about the things that he does does he realize that the people that are around support uh protecting him on january 20th get a new boss and it's not you what you gonna have private militia up there to protect your ass what you gonna have a white house down at the white house because you can't walk your ass up on the front lawn and get on that damn helicopter like you supposed to and when everybody says fuck you and start singing you about to lose your job like they singing that right now and that's why he building the fucking fence because he can't even deal with the american people happy and excited for him leaving this office he can't deal with it he would rather continue to put up walls since you're so keen on one why don't you jump over the one you trying to erect and take your ass to mexico and see what they got to say about you anyhow back to her nice nicely um, worded things that was so very mature of her she said that uh white privilege that's a thing that that many people had an option like you know i'm just debating between joe but it's not a choice for me it's not a choice it's really not just like it wasn't a choice between hillary and trump in the first place like no one in their right mind unless you thought it was a joke or you didn't think he was gonna win so you didn't vote for anyone or and i'm not judging i'm not judging in this because everyone has the right to make the choices they make that is not something i'm gonna go and be like oh you no that's not my place whatsoever whether you thought in 2016 well he ain't really shown his ass okay fine there were some things some stuff some rumblings but it's not as if there weren't some things and stuff and rumblings on the other side of the thing what i'm trying to say is by the time it came to this election it was no longer about any of those things anymore those talking points it was about for black people in this country as shy said survival survival because you best believe if that man got in we would have rolled back 60 years i mean we're talking about things that shouldn't even be discussed and like she also pointed out that is the the blessing and the curse of his presidency is that at least it all came out and when it came out it just started falling out i mean falling like they took some damn uh miralax just falling all of the shit out of america's asshole and it started coating every part of this country because everybody was in a damn house and could not leave and the television was the only thing you had the television and the internet so even more you couldn't look away even if you try you couldn't look away 
and unfortunately it's the same tactic that had to work in the 60s well you know things are down in the south and what a you know thing we try up here you know it's not so bad we got our racism but you know we're not we're not doing anything like hanging people in the streets and then they take the hammers down there and they report for a week what the fuck is happening in the south (laughs) you couldn't look away because it was everywhere it's the same thing with tenement housing you know those illegals coming in you know they gotta get an american dream they gotta sell they, they, they gotta figure it out you know we we, we gave them give us the system then you get the tenement house and oh my god they all shitting in that one little there's 12 people in this room that's how reality works for people it's not your reality until it becomes and you can immerse yourself in the realization that this is reality and that is exactly what happened in 2020 it started with covid and then it went all the way downhill to places probably trump's ass wasn't expecting to go but because he could not hold who he was inside of his heart it exploded and then he brought in the military and things got real dicey and when i say dicey i mean i'm watching videos on the internet of people in freaking blacked out cars and assault rifles yanking people off the damn street and driving away driving away can you imagine can you imagine the fear because if you're not black you can't if you're not brown you can't and i'm not trying to say that in shade but seriously when you start to get afraid to walk to the store walk outside that's when you know change ain't about needing to come it has to otherwise it's my children are fair game and that's not okay but yeah george floyd brianna taylor all of it it brought it all to the forefront the fact that we still having the debate over a confederate flag that never even represented the south that we got monuments to people who are literally genocide murderers i'm looking at you andrew jackson you know that's why i didn't fuck with hamilton i'm like i get it i'm glad that this is fun on hip-hop rock (laughs) but that's not history and that could be very dangerous in these types of times no shade against hamilton my daughter fucking loves it (laughs) (laughs) but i told her you better read that book on the real hamilton and we talk about that later (laughs) she's 11 years old she i i mm -mm. that girl gonna be woke all the way woke she ain't gonna be half sleep she's gonna be woke so so many great things that you pointed out about people waking up uh and how much we it wasn't about waking up we was already awoke we just was terrified um thank you for giving us a vet's perspective i mean that's something i'm not that's something mimi's not it's probably something a lot of people aren't people who has actually served their country remember when we thought bush was like the worst last point i think that it was already beginning a transition period I will say on a lot of people beginning to especially the gen z's right 
like i gotta give it up to them because tiktok they know how to drag someone with the quickness <laughs> and even my mom my 50 something i don't know exact age mother is on tiktok i don't even have tiktok on my phone i just see the memes that mimi sends me on instagram but she has tiktok downloaded just so she can watch the gen z's drag the political parties <laughs> she cracks me up but i do think a lot of shows and this is why i love television as well i gotta plug it in here because watchmen the expanse the shit ton of netflix originals they are teaching us through that type of media to start looking into things like i can't even tell you how many podcasts i listen to on the watchmen where people are like so that tulsa thing was real and then they started looking at reparations and then they started doing further research and then they began to become so fucking appalled that they were like i feel like i've been lied to and then someone came out with these lovely books on white privilege <laughs> and then a lot of people started in letting their friends know that that are uh, my generation you know i can't not rep us the millennials they're like oh you want to know the whole story let me tell you because you know we in it together tag teaming up against the motherfuckers that came before us because as far as we concerned all of y'all fucked up not all of y'all but y'all know what i mean <laughs> but we're the ones with the the new ideas right we're you know we're not a part of the old guard that 60s guard we're in that that fresh generation that has a new perspective on this country and y'all gonna have to let us inherit it that's the thing that old guard is holding on for dear crepit life but the more we can get leaders out there today i learned i know i've like brought him up like 20 times but he actually came out with an app i ain't know nothing about that called a starting point it's chris evan and his brother's app i'm sorry i didn't know his brother's name <laughs> i'm trash but look i'm not a stalker guys i'm not a stalker but um yeah that's it it's things like that what can we be innovative in this day and time to start taking back control from those people that think that we don't have a say we can't define what our future is going to look like that you know what that fucking mississippi flag with the confederate stars on it it needs to go naming a team the indians after a, a tribe that we massacred that needs to go like the insensitive shit that we continue to do like intolerance is a thing you got to go to work and, and deal with like as far as tolerance policy you can't go into work and act a fool why is it when you leave out of work it's free game i don't even care what you do in your dang on house but symbolisms of hate i don't like nobody's walking around with nazis uh, things on there and everybody's going that's okay but y'all think that's okay with the confederate flag that's the part that people don't understand representation means something not only for the things that matter but also the things that don't let's move on and wrap this up with mimi what it do stina it's mimi um this is gonna be my ratchet confessions um i'm glad you waited for me i i swear i read that um that thread that we had and 
I still don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> I remember you asking about 13 Reasons Why. Um, and then I was wondering why you were asking about recording because it was like the middle of the day. Usually, like, it's it doesn't even show up until I'm on my lunch break and it's like three in the morning so I just assume that's when you do all your podcasts but you were trying to you trying to get it right I see and I appreciate it (laughs) so I was going back and forth I've been trying to figure out how to write my like how to talk about this because I I know it's not really a format um so this is why it's late I was like you know what if I don't hurry up and send something she gonna record without me so I'm just gonna tell you how I feel I'm I'm gonna be just talking about the election um and uh, just how I felt about it I, I think one of the feedbacks I said I said something about it just like a brief little synopsis of my week um about how it was like filled with anxiety and dread and like like I was legit concerned that Trump was gonna win again because I could not fathom this race being this close like so many people voted so like I didn't even know it was legitimately that many people that had the right to vote in this freaking country I have never seen that number so freaking big but the sheer amount of votes that that man got like who I like you cannot tell me that you are literally only voted for this man because he's racist and you agree with that like that can only be the reason because there's no way even if we just use these last eight months where people are literally losing livelihood people are poor unemployment skyrocketing skyrocketing they're talking about taking insurance so these people know like if you're unemployed right now and this man takes your insurance you don't have insurance so if you catch corona because you out here refusing to wear a mask because your your cult leader is telling you to that means the hospital is going to be eating all that money and what's going to happen to all the hospitals when they go bankrupt like y'all really are not really understanding how this world works and if i hear one more person talking about but the way the economy is first of all the economy don't work like that everything that trump is doing now is going to affect the next president like that's just how economics work and I know y'all not looking at the way this is now and y'all talking about the economy is booming, really? Like, see, are y'all that stupid? And let's say that the economy is booming. You think that the money y'all making on that, your 401k is worth the lives of all the people that have died from the coronavirus or all them kids that are still missing that nobody seemed to give a shit about because this man thought it was okay to separate children and parents at the border because they were illegal literally putting these children in cages like that's why when i hear all lives matter it literally makes me want to throw hands motherfucker just say what you mean fuck black people because that's honestly what you're saying because if all lives matter and you know when you be in front of them abortion clinics telling people that you're killing a baby them babies in that cage them babies that have lost it lord lord knows have probably been sold into sex trafficking because let's be real why else would you kidnap a child like there is no them kids ain't never going to be found and don't nobody seem to give a crap about that so the fact that people are sitting here voted for him in such massive amounts like i did not expect it and when i saw when i'm telling you when i saw all them red states the night of the election I swear my soul 
shriveled up and just started disintegrating like piece by piece every time I would see how many people voted for like it was so close at some point I just I just started making plans like I can't I'm not American no more I can't do this like I know people are like you know well he's our president we're gonna have no no I am I would not do another four years of that I absolutely not when I tell you I was looking up what I needed to do to become a Canadian I was looking up to see what I needed to become a Canadian because I at this point in my life I'm not I'm not hiding my blackness no more and I feel like if we'd have got another four years of Trump it would have literally been like the, the the white people that be gassed up because of him would probably just come out shooting us whenever they feel like it and, and it's fine they black black people don't matter Mexican people don't matter I can I can go stab a, a Mexican person it's fine they shouldn't be in this country anyway and they be getting away with it because he is so crooked that he don't even hide the stuff he do and people are fine with that and if if you can be okay with locking up children like what is the next step like what 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 would you like what is not what is too far to me nothing like at that point anything is possible so when I tell you how petty I am right now I'm at work and I'm just waiting for someone to say something about Trump just please like I've been because I've been blocking people left and right on Facebook and then the ones that try to convince me gets dragged and then when they when they remove themselves from the conversation and block me it's fine because that's where it was going anyway I just block you if you say Trump 2020 or all lives matter anything like that I just automatically block you because I don't want to see it but some you know how some people feel like they need to educate you on why Trump is great for black people you can kiss my ass my big black ass fuck you and your mom like that's how I feel about it and that's how I've been so right now since we won I'm gonna continue this petty streak and when I tell you I've been seeing so many people <laughs> all over the world how is Paris celebrating because Trump if that don't show these Trump supporters like people from other countries are looking at us like we crazy and they're celebrating that Trump is finally out of office they don't even live here and they happy like that don't mean something to you oh my god and I swear I I don't know if y'all saw it but I shared uh Saturday Night Live I work so I didn't get to see it so I'm just now like coming across that Dave Chappelle was on the Saturday Night Live and when I I used to love the, the Chappelle show like religiously watched it because that man is hilarious like I swear I don't think any comedy shows ever made me laugh as hard as I've laughed with Dave Chappelle like he is so funny but the thing I love about him is he be dropping real shit in between his punchlines like the shit funny as hell but like that shit true like it, I watched 16 minutes of his like monologue from the Saturday Night Live and I swear to you I cackled for 16 minutes straight like there were moments when I had to pause it because I couldn't breathe and I couldn't hear what he said before and I could tell people were laughing so I missed something like it is so funny so if you haven't seen it please go to that link that I shared because it's so funny and it's so true I remember telling Darren once uh they look like a Trump supporter like and I don't mean that as a compliment like to me uh, Trump supporters have a specific unique smell look 
the way they phrase things, the way they look at me and my and my white boyfriend and I'm mixed baby. <laughs> that you know, I know y'all know. So <laughs> he talks about <laughs> he talks about people like that and it just cracks me up because I thought I was the only one. Oh God. And the other thing I gotta tell you is that <laughs> I just never expected so many people to be like in front of like I don't know if you saw that that video of the people in front of the White House. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't I can't stop laughing at it. I seen it like two days ago. It is oh no, I think I seen it this morning, but it's still funny. They're like you about to lose your job. And it is a whole gang of folks in front of the White House and Trump been super silent about this law like all he want to talk about is <laughs> all he want to talk about is suing and then you're not gonna tell me that man ain't jumped on his wife's twitter account just to say something like she she probably already packed her three things and she was like good i can leave your ass i hate you <laughs> she don't even pretend to like him so now since he ain't president you ain't gonna tell me she ain't leave she probably left as soon as <laughs> as soon as biden's number went past two, 270 <laughs> and i gotta be honest i don't even remember her name it's like melania melania Mel, i think it's melania but i've never cared enough to even try and correct it so they can suck it <laughs> people mess up my name all the time she can kiss my ass too my big black ass <laughs> Oh, gosh. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, the other thing I want to talk about is something that I guess I never realized other people had a problem with. But I was so filled with so much anxiety during this election. Like, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. And when I woke up to someone telling me that Trump lost, because I was literally like, I really honestly didn't know. I hoped and prayed. And yes, I prayed. And I don't even pray. Like, that's how much I didn't need Trump to win. Like, I will find religion. I seriously, like, I felt like like there was like a some type of pressure on me. And I swear to you, I felt like it got lifted off. Like a boulder on my chest. And I, I swear to y'all, I didn't even know it was there. Like, I literally felt like I could breathe. And I've never in my life felt like that before. And I was like, I wonder how many other people have felt like that. And I'm like looking through Instagram, looking through Twitter. And I I swear, it. we all felt like that. And it, that's one of the things that makes me so mad. Um, I'm going to tell y'all something. My sister's um, fiance, whole family voted for Trump. And she said that he didn't vote for Trump because he doesn't believe in his, you know, in the way he's been running this country. And I use that in quotation marks because I feel like he's using her verbiage to her because he knows how she feels about Trump. Let me let you in a little secret. Her last longtime boyfriend, the reason they broke up in the first place is was because of this whole he vote his family voted for Trump and he was undecided. And he, this was that, this was before he actually became president. So like now it's worse. So she said he just didn't vote. So I was like, the fact that he didn't vote because he won't vote for a Democrat. So you don't agree with Trump, but you're not going to vote. Like to me, that doesn't make sense. 
And the fact that you can have the privilege to even make a decision like that, me not voting is something I can't even fathom. Like, I have to at least try. Like, the, I, I just, I can't, it just, it frustrates me, especially those white people that swear to God they woke. Like, you can't, you can never understand how it is to be like me. But it's the fact that you're not even trying to comprehend. And this is a man who has a half black son. Like, I, and I told my sister this, and after I said it, I felt kind of bad. But I was like, I hope your son stay passing. Because right now, he's white as hell. <laughs> I know he black. <laughs> you know, his fan, like his, his family knows he's black. Because his mama's black. But when, if he stays looking the way he does, he will pass through life looking like a white boy. And that's the honest God truth. The only people who will know he's half black are people that know his mama. And with a daddy like that, I honestly feel like that might be for the best because there is no way this man can comprehend what it's like for you to be a black child in this country. And he is not voting for Trump, but not voting for Biden. I'll just not vote. And I was like, now, you know, dang on well, that if you broke up with him or you didn't, you were indifferent, he would be voting for Trump. But he knows how strongly you feel. So he was like, I just won't vote. But he won't go against Trump. And to me, that's asinine. You either you either don't want Trump to be president because you disagree with him and want the other person to win. Or you are a Republican to the core. But you rather have this, this person in your life. And you know if you vote for Trump, she going to break up with you. And probably throw some hands. I... It's just, I, I have, my sister and I, we've been talking about this like in depth. <laughs> I said, the one thing we need in 2021 is we need white people to shut the fuck up. Like y'all had how many centuries to talk? Not a time to shut up. Y'all need to shut the fuck up in 2021. Like that's, that's, you know how I've been saying, I hate it here. That was 2020, 2021, white people shut the fuck up. Like y'all need to be quiet and listen, really listen and absorb this information that we give it to y'all because y'all really need to understand this right here is our time and I need y'all to listen. And that's, that's what I need going forward in 2021. Oh, and I'm going to need Biden to, to stay on them student loan forgiveness that he said, because come January 21st, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to need it to happen immediately. ASAP, sir. And I guess that's, I can end it here. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, be me out. That was Queen Mimi with her. Feedback had me cracking up per usual. I remember when you said it on the Merlin podcast that you were thinking, maybe it was 13 reasons why. You weren't speaking about how you were Googling Canada. I was Googling Great Britain. Granted, I've been Googling them for some time, but it became an immediate need where I actually was legit looking at passports and what I needed to do. Okay. And if I needed to just go ahead and take a intermediate trip or a few years to Canada, that was definitely something I was looking into. I sure as shit will or was. They have my company in Canada. So that would have been nothing but a transfer. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I totally understand that. I think a lot of people in the world is going to have some serious 
uh anxiety mental issues because there's been an, uh, an alarming amount of disturbing images online just this past year that aren't so easily washed away from your memory as you would think and i even have moments where i'm startled by a remembrance in which i try to block it out again i was already ahead of the curb <laughs> on my anxiety meds but this definitely exasperated some anxiety i definitely had to call let me tell you the fir- the first week of protest my doctor was on speed dial and i was like sis i'm gonna need you to refill that volume i haven't asked in a year i'm gonna need you to refill that volume because i too was not sleeping was not eating it wasn't good for my health i had headaches that's why in the last two months though i really had to shut my brain down i said i wouldn't allow my mom to let me talk about the election i wouldn't allow her to talk about you could not talk to me about the election because i would shut you down immediately i don't want to talk about that and the reason why is not because i wasn't interested is i don't have the capacity to deal with that right now i don't and i don't want to feel myself with this dread so i wouldn't even like when you got the red scare i didn't even get the red fucking scare i turned it all off i said either he is going to be in or he's not and that's that's what i need to know so when my mom called me saturday morning and she said because she called me friday and she said i don't know how is this about the election i'll talk to you later (laughs) she called me back saturday and her first was we won we won we did it go back to sleep i just wanted to tell you yeah it was a weight lifted off of our shoulders it really was and like shy was saying it's not to say that biden's gonna get in there and everything's gonna be fixed no no that's not how that works like mimi said you know as far as the uh, the economy yeah that's going to take some time and when it continues to exacerbate and get really bad well maybe when they start taxing your ass you'll understand hey this is a huge problem for people who are unemployed and there are a great deal of people in this world that cannot work due to covid that are unemployed and this government gave them twelve hundred dollars and said be on your merry way because that's all we got for you that's all we got one month's rent and a shit ton of food stamps because diabetes and heart disease from the black and brown communities ain't a thing Ugh, so transparent um yeah that was talking about the you about to lose your job that's why you put up the the wall he's so dang he cannot take it he really can't i will check out that dave Chappelle clip um dave Chappelle also was one of my favorite shows i'm not sure if you ever watched rick and morty but that is between dave Chappelle and rick and morty those are my two comedy to go to's i liked for a little while archer but on rewatch man that's kind of hard kind of hard a little bit some of it's hilarious do not get me wrong but there are definitely some parts where oh but then again i mean i think that's mostly during the first season because then when i start getting into the second and third i don't have that same feeling you're talking about how melania 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 trump is about to pack her bag oh yeah like that that pat he gave her (laughs) during the debate is so embarrassing just embarrassing (laughs) so you telling people um i need the white people to shut the fuck up we need the trump people to shut the fuck up 
we have white allies and i cannot that you be coming for them and grouping them all in the same category because some of our white allies are even more woke than we are let's just face it how many of us is getting into fucking african politics i thought not (laughs) and then um what was the last thing you said that i wanted to touch on oh yeah thanksgiving this year because you're talking about your family drama is gonna be real fucking interesting real interesting i guess that would be my ending is if you are celebrating thanksgiving this year get your popcorn ready some of us don't celebrate thanksgiving the holiday anymore because we educated ourselves on what that meant and we decided if we do get family to get togethers that's what they will be called family get-togethers on this particular day in which you don't have to work and neither do i (laughs) but for the rest of the world that actually think it's thanksgiving and don't know about their gen z's and how y'all basically biden went and let their asses off the leash and how some people really got grudges in their families right now and how even my daughter was like they better not bring up trump (laughs) she's 11 her parents or her grandparents i should say voted for trump not her daddy not her daddy not her her caucasian well i'll say caucasian white her white daddy did not vote for trump because he knew better <laughs> i just think a hundred percent real he knew better and he ain't never been that on his side of the family like that like they always had this huge divide between them he would be kind of like the apple that fall or fell far from the tree but then he also became the dark horse and now he has a whole bunch of mental issues because of it that's what happens when your parents when you go against your <laughs> when you go against your family that should be real they be legit trying to shame you like you did something wrong however i will say that it's definitely going to be worth looking at tiktok twitter instagram on how this holiday season will go down so until next time peace hair grease black girl magic and we'll leave out on (laughs) what shall we expect this coming november 23rd everybody was